This is a homebrew podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nivets and Grundle Show. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are we doing? I thought that we were doing the Grundle to Grundle Space Pirate Radio Show today. Well, shit. My man, Grundle, did I get the shows mixed up? Yeah, I think you did. I even hired this guard here to watch the door while we were recording, so no one would bother us. Oh, well, my bad. Yeah, that's okay. Let me introduce them to you. Their name's Grimgar. They're standing right over there in the doorway, waving at you. Hi. Uh-huh. And on to today's first topic, does your job define you? Well, I don't know. I guess it does. I always felt like I needed a job to have an identity, but lately I've picked up a lot of hobbies, and my job's kind of freeform. I don't have a dedicated responsibility all the time. I mean, it's kind of hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Grimguard? Does your job define you as a guard who is Grim? Huh, he, he, he's motioning at you, one hand's cranking the other. Oh my god, Grundle, he's just giving you the finger. Well, fuck you too, Grimguard. Welcome to the crew, I guess. Enjoy your job as a guard who is Grim. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm Grant Milky, and I'm here for hopefully not the last time with Austin Brady. Zaldwin, lost among the lost. And Gray, the bearer of the locket. Cody Smith. Carl Gauss, intergalactic radio host. And Space Pirate Grundle! John Cayley! Nivitz Pozu, the eccentric scientist. And Mr. Goy, the butcher of all things. And Tyrell Nye. Heavy Arms Oliver, heavyweight champion of the universe. Crew, we have done... Can I say we? (laughs) You have done everything that you set out to do. You have the locket. You have gained the last blessing. You have essentially dismantled the Lathander and Zoros' base of operations. You have traversed the entirety of the path other than the end. Uh, And I believe the last thing you have to do is this fight with Zoros. Um, You have rested. Well, everyone except Carl has rested. uh, And the private bay awaits you. Anything you would like to do before you head out to your final showdown with Zoros? Imagine we're still in the hawk in this moment. Hmm. Everybody got everything they need? Yeah. I, I sure as hell hope so. I think I've got everything I can possibly bring. There's uh, no way we can juice any more potions out of this thing. I don't know. Let's dig around, see if we've got any more. Potions are... I can't replicate them, can I? With your uh, creation powers? Yeah, you could replicate potions. It's just a matter of time, I think, at this point, and you spent the night yeah, yeah. making a prison. Right, which, after the whole locket experience, I do think Carl would deprogram some of that hell hellscape out of it and make it a little bit more ethical, but, you know, it's still super max prison. What are you going to do? It ain't never going to be pleasant. Gotcha. But it's about as good as you can get. It's like a little apartment or something with a TV for us to communicate. And a phone. <laughs> apartment? I think we're all 
juiced as far as resources. I've got everything in my bag. Goy's room's cleaned out. I am ready with my potions. Limited supply of materials on this ship. And I have, uh, can someone link, um, Foresight for me one more time? Uh, sure. You threw that on me this morning. Thank you so much. I suppose this is perhaps goodbye. Tyler is kind of standing there with his tablet and looking through inventory, and he kind of snaps up. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, what is it? D- no, don't be saying goodbye, Gray. We didn't come this far to get killed by Zoros. Well, I got no plan to die in. Just another fight. I suppose your optimism is appreciated, but we have to be realistic here. He's, he kind of sighs and nods and... Well, I think you're all going to be just fine. Yeah, Tyler's right. Are we scared of that little guy? No, big guy. Of course not. I didn't think so. We had him on the ropes last time. Yeah. I am kind of afraid of spiders, though. (laughs) Zeldwin takes a really sharp, deep breath in, and they look... They're sitting on a chair, and his hands are shaking, and... He tightens some of the wraps and bandages around it from last fight and looks up at the crew. We're going to give him hell. We gotta. Damn straight. Well, I'm going to make sure to do my best to bring all of you boys back. All right. Um, yeah, the mood is a little bit somber as you guys pack up and head out the hawk before you in front of the hawk, kind of camped out and lingering around. You guys are in the auto bay currently. I mean, the majority of the Grung army casualties were high, but close to best case scenario. And the mood is very high. Uh, all of the Grung have, you know, shapeshifted back into their original form. They're intermingled with, you know, clones and such there. And when you guys uh, the the exit the Hawk, uh, it's just cheering, just like deafening cheering as everyone starts to kind of gather around you. Oliver, I think you might have some flashbacks to uh, the ring. Yeah. Everyone's just going nuts. Um, yeah, and they just kind of, the sea parts of the forces here. And you make your way to the, down the hallway, take a right Yeah. into the private bay. Um, when you approach, like, six or seven little security cameras, like, look at you. And then little lights turn green and these big bay doors start to open. And you see before you, most everything has been cleared out of this area. Outside of the private bay, you see several like ships just kind of like floating, powered down there. They seem to be like just kind of jettisoned out into this demiplane that's surrounding the lavender. And in the center of it is a spider bot that looks a lot like the one Zoros has rode around, only it's, you know, like 20 times larger. As you can see on the map here, it's it's a massive creature, and Zoros is kind of sitting up at the helm, tapping away um, on a tablet. There's a couple screens, like holographic screens that are floating around him, and he closes it and jumps up and looks out at you guys. Uh, You can still hear the cheering, like, in the background as everyone has kind of followed you. And he just, like, snorts, presses a button, and the bay doors close behind you. And he looks down over you all. I wasn't sure if you were actually going to show up. I never backed out of a fight my entire life. 
as Oliver starts rolling his shoulders, steam starts to pump out of his arms. He starts like bouncing back and forth on his toes like a boxer as he like starts getting loose. Leave it all in the ring. Nothing else matters. There's only one I lose. He kind of shrugs and looks around at the rest of you. So we're doing this. All right. Just, just, just remember, can't kill me. Right. And he jumps into his bot. Uh, he looks at all of you. I think he's anticipating a little bit more smack talk, but he sees all the, the somber looks on each of your faces. And just like, all right, let's get on with it. He jumps in the bot. Several layers, like four or five different layers of metal, like enclose him into it. And the bot shudders. Lights begin to uh, flare up out of the butt of the spider bot. A device plops out and slams onto the ground. And from it, several drones start to fly out. Everyone, we're starting this, so go ahead and roll initiative. Hell yeah. 21 for Zeldon. 16 for Heavy Arms Oliver. 14 for Nivitz. Oh boy. Oh boy, boy. 20 for Gray. 21 for Goy. Carl got eight. How many uh, hours of exhaustion, or how many hours did you roll, Carl, of sleeplessness? Do you remember? 20. Yeah, it was, was, it it was 20, I think. Okay. It's 18 or 20. It was very little light. <laughs> well, I just, you're still under the effects. You won't be suffering the effects of exhaustion until much later today. That's, a, yeah. I just thought of that and was like, shit. Okay. All right. Uh, everything fires up. All these bots fly out. Players, what you're looking at, the yellow square around the spider bot is the space it's occupying. You guys should see a aura around almost everything here. Let me check here one more time. Looks like a modern painting. Yeah. <laughs> I call it the death of Zoros. <laughs> see, that wasn't the name I had in mind. It was rather the opposite. <laughs> the grand victory of Zoros. Okay, can you guys see a um, aura around all yeah. six bots and the Zoros? Okay. So the way that this is going to go fight-wise, the yellow on the bot is just the space that it's occupying because it's a very weird-shaped token. I see. Okay. The auras around the drones. So, Zaldwin, as this fight starts, as you see all of these, like, weapon ports open up on the spider uh, and, you know, kind of the opposite of the tech on Oliver's arms, it's, like, not... There's no steam or puffs or anything like that. It's like very electronic. Um, so you see like ripples of energy going uh, uh, across its arms and its body and things like that. The drones that fly out of the part of it that uh, this circular section looks like it has many different bays where drones have flown out of. And the drones that fly out, you've got one that is flying in the air with like little helicopter blades and when it activates, a pulse of like green energy shoots out around it. There is a bot that is hovering about 30 feet in the air, and there is a very dark energy that pulses out of that one. And then there are uh, a couple bots that are on the ground and have little spider legs, and you also see an energy pulse out of them. And I've drawn circles to show you kind of their area of effect. Okay. And for our listeners, um, that we are in a massive room where everything has been kind of cleared out, pushed aside, 
only the spider bot and the drones and the players in what is essentially a uh, it's 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 like 120 by 80 squares each five foot each whatever that fucking comes out to it's huge it's huge and right now <laughs> right now it's empty and it is Zaldwin's turn attack of the 100 foot spider Zaldwin's going to move up 80 feet uh haste it and is that within my laser gun range yes it's a big room it's, it's a big room. yeah massive room um, Zeldwin is going to drop to one knee and attempt to shoot the spider bot with Agatha's pulse rifle. Uh, okay. And he's going to call back to the others to get in position. That's a crit, baby! Opening with a crit. Uh, for 12 damage. <laughs> Not very exciting. And I don't think I get sneak attack on that. Uh, I don't think you do either, but it looked really fucking cool. Yeah. Zaldwin walks in wordlessly and then just dust shoots up behind him like anime fight. Uh, Hermes is also going to move up and uh, I wanted to ask before I initiated this. I didn't say I resummoned the vulture, but can I have the vulture? Or I don't know I... how long the vulture's gonna last, but yeah, we can. Yeah, the vulture's gonna last like <laughs> fucking 60 seconds, right? He definitely side-eyes you, and he's like, why do you keep bringing me back? Life is pain. <laughs> Ch- is Change pain just has a now? really bad relationship with, with animals. <laughs> You're a people person. Yeah. Uh, and I will end Zeldwin's turn. Mr. Goy. Mr. Goy is going to start his turn by wild shaping into the his archer form. Okay. And then he's going to... Which, cast. clarified, is a bonus action, and it's not wild shape. It just uses the wild shape charge. Yeah. Thank you for the 700 of you who pinged me about that. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even matter now. But, and then he's going to use... Uh, how far is he? That far. is a long way. Pretty far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that is. And then he is gonna move 30 feet. Can I even hit him with mass bail? Yeah. Uh-oh. I think he's just gonna take a double move action and then that'll be it. I knew how big the room was, but I didn't know how big the room was. It's a big room. It's a, it, it's a big room. <laughs> Great. I'm just giving you guys time to get like your buffs up and shit. I'm being nice. I should have done that. Gray is going to enter Blade Song as a bonus action and is going to cast Haste on themselves as an action. And then Gray will have 40 feet of movement here, or 80 feet of movement because they are now hasted. And they will also move up uh, to a position near, uh, on the same latitude as Zaldwin. Got it. Hasted, Blade Singing, Gray, correct? Yes. On initiative 20, the drones begin to buzz forward. I don't quite want to reveal what they do yet, and that's where their movement is calculated. Well, one of their movements. I don't like the sound of that. (laughs) Uh, The hovering bot that has the big red eye that's darting around and has all of this, like, uh, the dark, very black energy crackling out of it hovers forward. And the helicopter bots are going to go straight forward in a line. And same with the little spider bots. 
uh, basically just advancing the line forward. The little area in the very back does not move. It looks like it has little stubby legs, like almost like mil like a millipede sized to the bulk of this circular object that has these little bays. Uh, it does not move, however. And that brings us to Grundle. Yeah, Grundle will drink a potion of haste, engage his rage, engage the rage. Engage the rage. And uh, he'll run forward next to Gray, screaming his own name. Grundle! Oliver, it sounds like Grundle has a little bit of a cold today. <coughs> it's early. <laughs> I haven't gotten my Grundle coffee. I do not want to know what Grundle coffee is. Um, <laughs> Oliver, you know, rolls his shoulders one last time. Uh, starts off at like a like a like a walk into a slow jog into a full charge, and he will end up uh, with a dash, end up right beside his friends Gray, Grundle, and Zaldwin. Sounds good. And he'll engage overcome mode. Uh, this thing, this like electrical impulse floods over the uh, spider bot again. All these like hundreds of little red sensors and eyes where the head would be of this spider bot are like darting around and a through like speakers built into this thing. It's like, let's fucking go. And he rushes forward a little anticlimactically because of the side of the map <laughs> and missiles are going to fire out of all of these ports that reveal themselves on the top of it. They shoot up into the air and then as they begin to fall a little bit, the back lights into fire and they seek out towards you guys' targets. One of them is going to be on Oliver and one of them is going to be on Gray. Right. DC, only a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. Opening up a little weak. 18, Oliver. With, I think, two critical failures on my part. Yeah. I don't know, 17 for Gray. Okay, so you take only half damage for that, which is going to be nine fire damage. Uh, four for Oliver. And let me grab my little token here. So a very modest amount of damage, but the area around you begins to light into this, like, some type of, like, chemical fire around you. It's burning, even though there's, like, nothing to burn. Like, some type of, yeah, Goy would immediately recognize as some type of chemistry. Nice. Napalm? Yeah, fucking napalm. That's a war crime. Yeah, so, <laughs> like, like, whatever... Don't think he cares about that. Yeah, whatever the sci-fi, like, ten times worse than napalm is that can yeah. burn in, like, space, uh, it's that. And then he's going to end his turn, and at, at the end of his turn, he activates the missiles again. God damn it. This is going to be five of them, and the save is going to be much higher. So only a 15-foot radius this time. Um, we're going to do one on Zaldo and make a DC 21 dex save. 30. Against half damage. Um, I'm going to use, uh, well, since it's a deck save, I take half of half, right? No, you take none, because you have evasive That's on right. yeah, Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Grundle. I was thinking of, uh, of resistance. My character sheet's so big now, I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Grundle, make a DC 21 dexterity saving throw. Danger sense. Danger sense. 
Grundle has advantage. Okay. Didn't help. Didn't help. 11 or 12 even. Uh, you take 26 fire damage. Grundle does have fire resistance. Granny Flavor Town's nachos coming in hot. Yeah, baby. Go ahead. Make a DC 21 dexterity saving throw. Goy fails on that one. Nivets, make a DC 21 dexterity saving throw. Nivets fails on that one. <laughs> 26 damage to both of you. And Kargaus, last but not least, make a DC 21 dexterity saving throw. 22. Oh, critical throw. Hey, Crit. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I think there's going to be a lot of missiles. I'm going to go ahead and say if you crit this, you take no damage for some extra funsies. Oh, very nice. That is the end of the spider bot's turn. Basically shoots all these missiles into the sky. And they look like they're about to fall back onto the bot. And then they come to life and scream towards you. That's going to be Nivitz's turn. Nivitz is going to move out of this blaze and then he's going to hold up hit the Staff of Frost and he's going to cast Ice Storm on a group of robots in the back. Okay. I cast it. Why are you not sure? The mage holding up late level combat, everybody. <laughs> I don't know why it's not <laughs> casting the Dungeons spell. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I clicked it more like Times what is that? That's actually... like that's like two d eight bludgeoning two d eight cold or something. Just roll the damage. Uh, yeah, two d eight. So fourteen uh, bludgeoning and four d six. Gotcha. And where are you casting that? Because I think that's a twenty foot radius. Yep. It'll hit this spider bot, the large robot, mm. dome one, and then this eye looking thingy. Mm. Want to remeasure that for me? Twenty foot radius. Oh wait, radius, radius. Yeah. Grant. Not diameter. I always get that wrong. Which is funny because my missiles should be doing twice as much, but I'm not going to correct that part. Okay. The. I don't quite want to reveal what these bots do yet. Nivets roll Arcana for me. Okay. 15. Probably not quite high enough. Uh, the hovering iBot, mm-hmm. when it gets hit by this effect, does a 180 and starts heading in the opposite direction. Huh. Well, hmm. Why'd you say huh? Huh. <laughs> You're that was, it, it was, it was uh, a bit weird. Yep, it does a 180, it goes in the opposite direction. That brings us to Carl Goss, unless you want to do any movement or anything else? Uh, Nivet's already moved, but that, yeah, that's, that, that'll be it. Okay, Carl Goss. Oh, they also, they do not, the bots do not make saves. Um, the Arcana check, sorry. The bots do not make saves. It looks like the uh, spider leg bot and the floating bot took the full brunt of the damage. It looked like the little control millipede circular thing in the back. It looks like that took less damage than you would have anticipated. Like it's uh, weathered against the elements somehow. Okay. All right. Coral Gauss. Oh, boy. Yeah, Coral will run forward out of this napalm. And uh, I'll cast a Shardalon Stride, everyone's favorite spell, so I can move 10 feet faster, or 20 feet faster, and stuff that I walk by gets hurt by the fire damage. Nice. Yeah, it does. I do think I'm going to I'm gonna upcast that. Okay. And uh, 
Ring, ding, 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 ding. Zoro's silences his phone alarm. Like, sorry, I wasn't sure when you were coming. Wanted to make sure I was awake. I couldn't sleep though. Not because of you guys. You couldn't sleep, huh? I couldn't sleep. I got big plans. Sleep? Never heard of it. And then, yeah, I will rush forward. What level are you casting that at? It's a fourth level. Gotcha. And then, yeah, I will. I'll dash to catch up with the team. Running up alongside Zaldwin. I'll have Treasure Boy dash, but he can't quite keep up. Okay. And that'll be that. Zaldwin. Zaldwin will dart forward and the flames at his feet will kind of wrap around his cloak as he's running as fast as he can, beating his wings. He's going to move all the way up to the spider bot. Um, he's going to start unleashing attacks. So this is a irradiated blade. It's a 33 to hit. Because of foresight. Because of foresight, yes. That absolutely hits. Um, I'm going to add my sneak onto that. Because you're a swashbuckler. Yes. This is for a total of, what, 70, 80, 85 damage? Is that right? No, 87 damage. Yep. This thing rocks back a little bit. Another uh, hasted attack with my energy blade not irradiated. Uh, That is a 18 to hit. 18 does not hit. Uh, And a good old tail of attack. 30 to hit. A 30 hits. For uh, 16 piercing and 5 poison. It seems to not be affected by the poison damage. And Zeldon is going to zip backwards again for 64 feet because he's using his bonus action to do dashy dash stuff. Hell yeah. Nice. Rogue's in a big room, everybody. Sounds like a heist movie. (laughs) Rogue's in a big room. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Rogues in a big room on the second story on a Saturday night. It's like a really complicated anime title. Yeah. Zaldwin ends his turn. Mr. Goy. Goy at the start of his turn is going to shift from the archer form to dragon and then lift up, fly up out of the flames. Okay. And then he's going to call lightning and strike the big bug. Call lightning Storm's gonna start brewing up at the top of the ceiling. This giant hangar bay. So, um, how high up are you flying, Goy? Uh, just how tall are these flames? I would consider it like a ball. So if they're 15 feet wide, they'd be 15 feet tall. Let's just do it that way. Oh, okay. If it's gonna be like that, then Goy's just gonna move off to the side and st- just out of the circle. Gotcha. Up and out. Up and out. Okay. And then what's your final flying speed or height? Uh, 20 feet. Okay. I'll go 20 feet. Hovering at 20 feet. Sounds good. Uh, and then call lightning is a dexterity saving throw, which the bot is very large and not great at being quick. Only a 10. For 16 lightning damage. For 16 lightning damage. It seems as if it's not taking the full brunt of that effect. Like the the lightning seems to just kind of like ripple through the electronic part of it. I can ignore resistance to lightning damage. Excellent. Hell yes. It looks like it's trying to disperse it throughout like the the body of the spider, 
And then after a brief moment, you see it like crack through that like thin armor that it has around it and do full damage. Everyone's getting to use their shit. Vance, like, yeah. Gray. Oh, speaking of getting to use my shit, uh, Gray's going to move up. Um, I wasn't prepared for such a large room. I can't even close that distance. Uh, Gray is going to, first of all, run out of the flaming ball of napalm. Okay. Um, so that they will not get hit. Uh, it's not they- napalm. It's Zoro's flame. TM. I was always told I was bad at naming things. I think we can brainstorm a better name. They're going to start running in one direction. They are going to turn invisible. And then immediately start running the the another direction in order to try to deceive Zoros here. Gotcha. I don't know if you want me to roll deception on that or something like that. No, I mean, he has no way of divining where you're going. It's like the heat of battle. No, yeah, I, I think, I don't think he would know where Gray is. Um, I can't make a hasted attack, but what I can do is, I mean, I guess, I guess what I did was use like a hide action. I, I don't need you to hide in the heat of battle. I didn't set that precedent with, um, what's his face? What's your, okay. your movement speed is 30 feet, right? Plus 10 for blade uh, singing. It's, uh, I have mobile. So how many, is that so plus that's 10 40, more? so I had 80 total, and yeah, I moved 40 base. No, you also are blade singing, which gives you another 10, right? Yes. So you're at 50. Yes. And then you're hasted, which get, puts it to 100. 100. And then you could move again for uh, your hasted action and go a total of 200 feet. 200 feet. <sighs> it's a fast, fast person. Yeah. The gray flesh. And you could double move. I suppose I could hit... You could really trick him, you know what I mean? Like, you could head off this direction, then go up here, then go over here, then you could go back here, and then you could reappear, and then you could go back over here. You can leave and just go get <laughs> coffee, and then come back. And the, like, I've been here the whole time. You see the door open. <laughs> but because I have haste and I have now invisibility on me, that triggers my essence surge. Mm. So I should probably see what that fucking does first before I... Yeah. If you're a true badass, you'll run right up to his red fucking robot eyeball, uninvisible, with your butt cheeks out, right in the fucking <laughs> cam. Oh my god. Grundle's taking notes. So I have to beat a two on a d20. So I go invisible. I run up and I fart in their face right as I turn visible again. Okay. Uh, at initiative 20, the bots are going to move forward again. I'm just going to move Soros. One second here. Yeah, walk forward. Save me and Grundle the, pro- the fucking headache of trying to get over there. Uh, they skitter forward and they fly forward, advancing that little line. And then the hovering bot is going in the opposite direction now and uh, is about to bonk into the wall back there. The, uh, the hangar wall. That brings us to Grundle. Mm, Grundle still can't quite get up into the fray. Do you think he will um, keep running in? Kind of an odd move, I suppose. Something I've never really done before. Nice. I don't know how, how much it would really help if I did. But yeah, Grundle will run 80 feet forward. And then um, his anti-essence 
Mark will glow as he begins to glow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Seems like some sort of spell is being cast upon him, but it does nothing really that beneficial. But um, when it happens, when you cast the first level spell on you that you know through your mark, you expend a hit die. And if you roll an even number, you get temporary hit points. And if you roll an odd number, the creature within 30 feet of you takes the damage. And so Zoros is the only creature within 30 feet of me. So Grundle will roll a hit die. Okay. And I got a 10. So I get 10 temp HP. And I can also jump really high, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm in. Can be wherever you want it to. And that's Grundle. Grundle's first spell, everybody. Woo, jump. I do believe Grundle uh, flew before through sheer force of will. Grundle was a, wasn't Grundle a wizard? Mm. Yeah, I remember that. I've also cast uh, my favorite spell in the world. Uh, Jekyll Morden. Steel and Strike. That's true. Sorry, sorry. It's like Grundle was a wizard for a bit. <laughs> we were all wizards. That was a video game. He didn't cast a spell at all. He just bends over and like <laughs> the tongue Rockets of his around. shoe, and they they air up. <laughs> Oliver. All right. Oliver is going to take off running, but he's going to juke left as he's moving towards the massive bot coming around his his right flank. Okay. Uh, that'll be a full dash, and then in my turn. Okay. That brings us to Zoros. This map is so big. It's huge. It seems like he is also angling here as it skitters forward suddenly at a very high speed. Legs are slamming down around you, Oliver, and you're kind of like deftly dodging out of the way as they like impact into the bulkhead here. And then it is going to cast... You guys are spread out in such an unfortunate way here. I think you mean good way. <laughs> good for you. Uh, Gray, you're also... It, it is now occupying your space too, and you're also dodging out of the way of these uh, claws. But it does not it does not even know that you're there. Um, he is going to attempt to hit Goy and Zalduin with this. Unfortunately, the vulture is going to get caught up too. Just a matter of circumstance, that's the way that it went. Sorry, Vulture. And a extremely hot wave of steam blasts out from the front of it. All of the energy that it has been gathering up as it has moved around and is going to be on Zalduin and on Mr. Goy. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Only a DC 13. I crit failed my save DC. Ooh. Constitution. Constitution saving throw. 23. That's a hefty hit. Four. <laughs> 59 <sighs> damage onto Zaldwin. Uh, I'm going to use my reaction to uncanny dodge. That makes sense. Uh, so half damage to both of you. 30 damage. 29 damage to both of you. 29. Sorry, I said that wrong. That is fire damage. I don't know if either of you are resistant to fire. No. And I believe that kills the vulture, even if they save, unless I'm incorrect there. Uh, I think it. Poor vulture. I think it like cartoon cooks them. I think there's like a steaming plate (laughs) of like roast turkey, yeah, with like an apple, and it like spins in the air for a moment before it lands. (laughs) 
Yeah, Vulture's fucked. And then it is going to lash twice, once at Oliver for 32. 32 will hit. For 22 damage, 11 of that is piercing and 11 of that is lightning. And I think you're an overcome, so it's yep. full damage. One at Grundle, who is raging. Ooh, at crit though. Uh, her, mm, let me see if I can do something. No, I can't do something. Never mind. Uh, that's going to be 27 piercing, which you're resistant to, correct? Yes. And then take 25 lightning damage. All right. So that's going to be a total of 13 piercing damage and 25 lightning damage. And then it is going to, with its full force of its body, slam down at Zaldwin for 21. That hits. For 17 damage. I already used my reaction, so nothing to do there. And then it's going to end his turn, which activates his bot repair. Um, let me double check my macro. I don't know if that reveals anything fun yet. Uh, you know, I guess you can go ahead and guess what the acronyms are, but... Um, so he activates, he spawns one drone per spawner, and he spawns an AM bot. Another bot with the little legs crawls out of the spawner at the far north of this room. And that brings us to Nivet's Pozu. Oh boy. Well, boys, I, th- I think, I don't know if I should pull out that big gun yet, but I'm gonna... The answer's yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but it's time to pull it out. Pull it out all the stops. And Nivitz is going to cast Meteor, Meteor Storm. Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I like the... the <laughs> I just love that spell. Sorry, oh, okay. I'm, I'm personally like, excited. You're 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 too excited. I'm worried now. I love that spell. It's like the best evocation spell in the game. Yeah, grants a mage main. Just geeking. Imagine if you use simulacrum like a normal person, you could do it twice. Thanks. I sigh. <laughs> I don't know why, but twenty didn't want to cast a spell, so just opening that back up. Does Nivet's clone work like a simulacrum? Uh, it has similarities. Oh, it can hold concentration. But, right. Mm-hmm. I guess Ra, his simulacrum, could make a clone, because he has the extra thing. <laughs> oh I said my it was, god! I said it was tuned to him before Nivet's is running around. Clones on clones on clones. Syntax error, why is it uh, casting the spell? I can't help you. Probably a pebcack. Any of my IT friends in the crowd know what I mean. <laughs> you ever heard of a pebcack, Pippin? What? Pebcack. No. No? Or good old no. error, Wait. Wait, error no. ID 10T. No, I know what it is. <laughs> I, was like, it, I was like, what? No? And then, yeah. If you know, you know. I don't remember the exact acronym, but I know what you're talking about. All right, so it's uh, 20d6 fire damage and 20d6 bludgeoning damage. Right, and they can be hit by one meteor each, right? Yes, and they're they are forty foot radiuses, so everybody's getting hit. Everybody's getting hit. Damn. Okay, so Nivitz begins conjuring this spell, and anyone who would look would see like outside of this like little demi plane that the lavender exists in, through this like magical barrier that is holding it together these massive rocks start to puncture through it, hurtling towards the Lathander. And somehow, with Nivitz's guidance going directly through 
the barrier. Oh my god. They just impact on all the robots, everything, for 68 fire damage and 58 bludgeoning damage. 116 damage. Is Nivitz, is Nivitz or Goy the one that uh, overcomes resistances? Uh, that is Goy. Okay. But they will take an extra five damage. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So that is going to be 131 damage. Uh, failed dexterity save as this meteor hurtles into the lavender. The entire ship shifts and careens a little bit and shudders. You literally just slammed a meteor into a spaceship. That was badass. <laughs> Four meteors come through the main doors and just smash into it. And then Nivitz is just gonna kind of notice that whatever he just did, he does not like being around the others exactly and just move a little off to the side. And that'll be his turn. The uh, bot in the back is looking very damaged and it changes direction again once it is hit. Uh, ever so slightly to the east. All of the bots are looking whatever the equivalent of bloodied is for robots. And that brings us to Carl Gauss. Zappy. Damaged. Carl will run up to Zoro's spider. Integrity compromised. They're looking integrity compromised. Oily. (laughs) Sorry. I'll be quiet. Yeah, he'll run right up to the very edge of the Zoro spider, and he will uh, attack with the chainsaw twice. Nice. Cyberpunk chainsaw versus mech spider. This is my, that's what I'm here for. 25 for 18 damage. It exploded once. Three times. Yeah. Nice. And uh, here comes another one for 15. That misses. And then I will back up 10 feet, and it does kind of suck. It seems like they have fire resistance, but it'll do 2d6 fire damage. Six damage. Gotcha. Yeah, it does seem like the the elemental damage is not quite doing what you'd expect it to. And that's Carl. That's Carl! Next up, contestant number one, Zaldwin. Zaldwin is going to wield their blades masterfully, hopefully. <laughs> That's oh, a crit, oh, baby. Oh, oh my god. Geez. Masterfully indeed, I crit on this fucking fool. Oh, I dropped that snoop. This absolute dweeb. Uh, that's 83 sneak damage plus uh, 21 radiant uh, plus 33 thunder. Okay. 137 damage. Holy fuck. Um, I'm going to use my hasted action to swing again. Okay. It's a 27 for 18 radiant damage. That hits. And then a good, good tail attack for good measure. That's another crit. Woo! Dang. For uh, 16 piercing and 13 poison. Yeah, just the piercing, but still, it seems rocking from the pure power of your attacks. Uh, Zaldwin will then back the fuck up. As as the youth say, back the fuck up. <laughs> Youths. Youths. Ducking kind of behind Gray and Carl here. Hermes is going to move up just a few feet here so that Hermes can be a little bit more supportive. Alright. And then 
I believe I end my turn. Mr. Goy. Mr. Goy. Mr. Goy is going to look around, see that everybody is pretty well engaged, and then he's going to look over at Grundle. Go nuts, big guy, as he loads this weirdly colored strange syringe into his rifle and then launches it into the Grundle's backside, injecting him with a potion of cloud giant strength. Jeez, what does that do? Uh, your strength is now 27 for an hour. Nice. I'll take it. Proceed to continue flying. And that was my action, so yeah. That is my strength cap also. Yep. <laughs> your strength cap is now 29. Ooh. I can't make that the storm giant strength. <laughs> Two, what it was, a legendary or whatever? Yeah. I'm no stronger than all the fighters. Gray. I've always been stronger. Inside. <laughs> yeah. It's showing on the outside now. Fucking veins are bulging and shit. I imagine it just... <laughs> the way that the strength increase presented was just his butt cheeks got bigger. <laughs> just got fucking... They're just like two slabs of granite now. There's like a small dent in the hole. <laughs> Gray is just going to attack here. So these are going to be three attacks on him with advantage because Gray is invisible. Correct. That's a crit. God no, that's, damn. No, that's the wrong. That's the wrong thing. I'm looking oh. at the crit from the tail attack. Why did it not do that? What are you doing? It's not roll twenty. Roll twenty. What are you doing? It is not happy with the super session. <laughs> oh, you guys thought you were gonna play a super session. <laughs> you gonna get a super sausage sandwich? Sit on the <laughs> sit on the fucking couch. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> oh, it cracked me up. Fuck. Okay, cool. It should work now. There it's it a thirty-two for fourteen damage. Uh, sixteen. But yeah. Oh, I was taking that first attack, but I will definitely take the sixteen. Um, another attack. Twenty-six for thirteen. That hits. And 30 for 8. That hits. And Gray will also back the hell up. Just wailing on this thing. I think Gray will kind of see Grundle off all on their own and start moving that way. Okay. And that's Gray's turn. Uh, The bots take their turn on initiative 20. Oh, we are the robots. They're going to start doing something a little different now. Uh, the helicopter bot is going to head up towards Oliver, and when it reaches him, is going to drop the blades, fold inside of itself, and and just like, it's not very large, it's like the size of a cat, and they latch onto one of your shoulders, Oliver, and you immediately start to feel nauseous. Gross. The escape DC for this is 16, it is latched onto you. Uh, its AC has also risen, and if you miss it, you hit Oliver. The other SR bot is going to, so the SR bots are the ones with the greenish radius, is going to start heading towards Grundle. Grundle, it cannot reach you. You are affected by the aura, which is sickening and giving you disadvantage, but it is not latched onto you. The AM bots are going to crawl forward towards Nivets, or no, towards Goy is the closest magic user that they can see. Grundle uses spells. Grundle's a caster. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Change my mind. Uh, you're locking down my 
blade sawn thing, whatever it's called. It's your strike. <laughs> uh, this aura. Well, I'm a wizard. This aura gets dangerously close to you, Gray, and you feel if you were to like kind of reach out and touch this pulse around it. It has some sort of like anti-magic effect coming from it. Actually, I think you're going to be hit anyways as it continues to crawl towards Goy. Man, hindsight no, 2020, that not. would have been such a good, uh, a good bit after we left the simulation that Grundle was still convinced that he was a mage and like the patty cannon was his wand and everything he did. He was like, did you see that spell I cast? And he just like smashed someone's head in with the patty cannon. And then when he like got in the V formation and shot, and he's like, "Oh, shooting spells at them is my magic missile." The bot that is hovering in the back begins to it it bonks against the bulkhead, and then it begins to travel southwest. That thing's just ping pong around. Yeah, it 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 hit. It's like have you ever seen a Roomba hit a wall, and it like mm-hmm. tries to turn and then hits it again, and then tries to turn and hits it again. It tries to turn a couple times and bonks up against that bulkhead a couple times and then begins heading uh, southwest. Uh, that brings us to Grundle. Grundle, you are under the effects of the SR bot, which is making you feel uh, nauseous, giving you disadvantage as you are sickened. Yeah, Grundle will step up to the SR bot. It's about 30 feet in the air. It has not dropped down yet. Sorry. I guess it's a good thing I cast that jump spell in the very beginning, huh? Oh! <laughs> Except you're under the effect of a anti-magic field right now. Well, I no. guess I'll walk up to that thing. How high is it up in the air? The AM bot is walking on the ground with little spider legs. Well, I will go to the AM bot then, and I will attack it recklessly, so I guess it's on the dice. On the dice. 28 for 33 damage. 30 for 27 damage. That breaks the bot. Giving me my jump back. Giving you your jump back, correct. And now with my... 27 strength, I can probably jump a ridiculous height. Yeah. Your height jump is based off your... Uh... You can absolutely jump. It's 30 feet in the air. You're, what, like 8 feet tall? You can I absolutely can jump. jump up I and think hit you can it. high jump 29 feet. I think it's your strength number is the height you can jump. So you can literally jump 30 feet up. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump 30 feet up and and that's normal. You could attack. do a triple. You could do nine, 90 feet into the air. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the jump spell, right? Jump. Yeah, I mean, damn near it. 20, <laughs> Jumps up and through it and just three. keeps going up. <laughs> you over. Yeah, you uh, get the calculations wrong and hit the bulkhead. Hit the ceiling. <laughs> One punch grundle. One punch grundle. Oh, get your power. 24 absolutely hits, and it is looking very damaged. Or yeah, 34 damage. And that's all three of Grundle's attacks. Okay. Brings us to Oliver. All right. Um, we'll get right into it. Oliver's going to roll some attacks. Um, it's on the dice because uh, I have Foresight. Uh, foresight is currently suppressed. Always oh, suppressed, yeah. So um, actually... Whoops. Um, whoops. I have more. I have. But wait, there's more. With overcome mode, if there's more than one enemy around me, they have disadvantage. Oh, so they can attack. So I still have disadvantage, but the spider bot has disadvantage on me. Gotcha. Um, so that's a 29 to hit uh, for yeah. the first attack. That absolutely hits. Attack. 29 again. Jesus, that hits. Uh, 19. That does not hit. 19. 19 does not hit. Bonus action. Overcome. 24. That hits. I thought Overcome was the one that exploded. It does. 
Oh, you just haven't. It just didn't. It just did. <laughs> it just did not explode. Um, so 15, 30, 43 damage. Absolutely. And then um, if it's still up, I'm going to action surge and attack Oh, again. wait, you're hitting the the little bot? Yes, on my shoulder. Oh, First. I thought you were hitting Zoros. No, no, I'm hitting the little bot. Uh, okay, hold on. Okay. Sh- shit, one second. 29, 29, 19, 19, 24. So all of those hit, and okay. your bonus action overcome yeah. would um, would not have been needed. Okay, cool. So one, two, three, four. Uh, that fifth attack, I'll uh, put that on if it explodes. So um, what happens is, this is actually really cool the way this works out. Um, so <laughs> as it lands on my shoulder, I feel its effects. And um, my shoulder plate opens up and the big O piston that usually is reserved for my decimate and all in mode shoots out shattering the robot on my shoulder. And then as it locks back in, going back into its shell, I punch forward with overcome and hit one of the legs of the spider bot. Yeah, and it absolutely buckles a little bit, bringing it to its turn. Uh, Let's see if it gets its breath weapon back. It does not. Good. So, so it is yeah. going to, for its special ability, I think it's going to bring some uh, bots back or attempt to. So these bots, I know that their aura and their size on the map is, are they large, actually large? Or are their size like five foot square? Technically would be like five foot squares. Like, well, are they, are they medium sized creatures? What I'm the little the bots. bots are technically like the size of cats. Gotcha. So I, I wanted it was a big map, so I wanted you to be able to see what they no, did. No, for sure, for sure. Just I just have a just for my my mechanic's sake when I use certain things. I just want to make sure. We are the robot cats. Wires for veins. Microchips for brains. Hey everybody, editor Carl Gauss here, and this is where I'm gonna have to cut you off for the day. Things are heating up. Oliver's out there stinging like a bee. Zaldwin's dealing some decisive sneak attacks. Hell, even Nivets bust out his big guns. And now Grundle's starting to jump all over the place, which that's new. But we all know Zoros is up to something. He always is. His little bots seem to have some pretty crazy effects. Let's just try and take all those little guys out and keep this momentum rolling. Thanks for tuning in. We couldn't do any of this without you. Come hang out with us on Discord. Discord.gg slash the homebrew podcast. We have a super awesome community growing. Come jump in. Check it out. Come let Zaldwin know how much you love it whenever he gets his vulture fried, which is not an innuendo. If you have a couple extra credits, go check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash the homebrew. $2 gets you access to Lehman's tiny chat, the show about the show. We got PDFs and all kinds of stuff on Patreon, so go check it out. Do you like dice? I like dice. Go check out our sponsor, fanrolldice.com. Get yourself some dice. Use promo code HOMEBREW at checkout for 10% off. Join us next time for part two of our final fight with Zoros. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the HOMEBREW wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. 
Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock column formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot. Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. Might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising, an improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists. When they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M. The Ace of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Welcome aboard Stand. A sentient celestial music stand who fell through a planar rift and appeared in the Hawk's cargo bay one day. Maybe I should multiclass into Bard. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.